Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. What I know to be true are your results are a direct correlation to the beliefs that you have. Ooh, yikes, right? Okay. So what I know to be true is a a short mini series here on my podcast, where I take about 10, 12 minutes an episode and tell you or share with you something that I learned to be true through my teachings as a professor and academic, through my research through my dealings and 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 help with my clients as a consultant and coach, all the breakthroughs, self-breakthroughs, breakthroughs with my clients, transformations with the people I serve, I have found certain things to be true. And today we're going to talk about your results, the results you've created in your life. So let's get to it, my friend, <laughs> your results. Okay, so let's take a look at your results. Okay, let's look at your personal life. (gasps) I know, gasp. Oh my goodness. Okay, on a scale of one to 10, my friend, 10 being the most fulfilled, one being not really, right? One is like, no, there's just so much room to grow. So much more we can do in this area. And 10 being, wow, fulfilled. I don't know if I can get past a 10, but we're at a 10. So I want for you to look at the results you've created in your personal areas of your life. And one of them is your personal finances. So let's take a quick gauge on this Likert scale. Where are you from one to 10? Five being right in the mid midway, right? There's, I'm not completely unfulfilled and I'm definitely not fully fulfilled. There's a lot of room to grow here. What do you score yourself on your personal finances? Okay. Self-honesty, my friend, is very important. Yes, especially we're doing this work together. So now tell me on a scale of one to 10, how is your health and wellness? Where would you measure that in terms of fulfillment? One to 10. How about in your intimate relationships? Where are you on a one from a one to 10? Are you super fulfilled in the intimate relationship you're in right now or not? Or are you midway or are you you a little higher than five, but not quite a 10? Where are you? So here's our last one. How about career or business? So if you're a business owner like me, an entrepreneur like me, where are you on a scale of one to 10? Or your career, where are you on that scale? So if you're a professional woman, you're an emerging leader or maybe a seasoned one, you are on a trajectory of leadership, right? You are in your own path to leadership. Where are you right now on that scale of fulfillment? One to 10. So again, self-honesty is going to be really important. And especially if you and I are going to work together, then know that there's there's no room for, for superficial answers or for lying to yourself or to your coach right? This is where we get to be real about our lives. This is where we get to look at the results we've created in our lives today. 
What, what have I created for myself in my career and business? Am I fulfilled in this area? Or is there room to grow here? How about your intimate relationships? This one is an interesting one for, for my female clients, right? We're busy. We are tending to our own career desires, but also our children's desires and their needs. And sometimes our partners, our lovers, our spouses get a back seat, right? To a lot of that intimacy. Maybe there's no room for intimacy at this point. So where are you in that part of your life? What result have you created? Are you on the brink of divorce? Have you found out something interesting about your partner or spouse? Maybe they have found a lover that are tending to their needs right now. Maybe you found out that he or she has been entertaining people online, right? Maybe they're focused on not being at the house very often because they're, they, they're not getting the intimacy at home. So they're going to find it somewhere else or distract themselves from it by doing something else. So what result have you created in that area of your life? How about your health and wellness? You know, for me, it's, it's let me tell you, <laughs> health and wellness <laughs> since I was a child has always been a priority. It's always been on t- uh, you know, top of mind. And I can honestly say right now at this point in my life, I'm at an eight. You know, I have a personal coach or trainer, I should say. I have a great nutrition path. I have, you know, been with my personal trainer for almost a year this June. So I'm so excited about that. I've, I've, I just feel like an athlete. I have, I've got all the endorphins, you know, running and, and fully, fully embodied in my cells. And I'm just like, wow, I, I feel so great. And I'm putting quality food in my body and I'm using it for fuel, especially brain fuel in particular. It's how I reframed my relationship with food. And so I'm at a you know, strong eight, nine, maybe. Will I ever be at a 10? I, you know, I don't know. I, and let me tell you something. I don't measure myself on a scale. That doesn't determine how fulfilled I am. That is not my measurement of success. It, it was at one point in my life, but it is certainly not in my 40s. It's something I do not care to look at. I want to feel powerful. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel like an athlete. And if I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm feeling so damn good doing it, then there's no damn scale that's going to tell me I'm successful or not. I don't think so. I don't work that way. And I've trained my personal trainer <laughs> to believe that too. <laughs> and so where are you right now on your health and wellness on a scale of one to 10? And then your personal finances, right? Are you in debt? Do you have student loan debt like me? I have a six-figure student loan debt, whatever. It's, it's you know, for some people that is negative. For me, it's, it is. It is what it is. It's neutral. It's a neutral circumstance for me. It's not until I have a belief about debt, right? A, a belief that, that conjures up a negative emotion, right? Like, like if I think debt is something to be embarrassed about, well, I'm going to feel embarrassed and I'm not going to talk about it, but I don't. Debt is neutral to me. I have worked so hard on, on, on just you know pulling out all of those thoughts, those thoughts that are creating negative emotions about it, feeling of shame and guilt and embarrassment. No, I've done so much work on that that it's now neutral for me, and I, I'm happy happy to talk about 
my student loan debt. It's, you know, I invested in my brain. I invested in my career. I invested in my business. You know, that's how I look at my student loan debt. So how about for you? Do you have credit card debt? Do you owe the IRS right now? Are you owing your mother-in-law because, you know, she loaned you a $10,000 loan so that you can go to school or so that you could pay for that water boiler that busted last summer? Right? Like, what are you thinking about your personal finances? Are you proud? Are you hopeful? Are you excited? Are you the breadwinner? Does that conjure up thoughts of, 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 hell yeah, I'm a badass and I'm proud of that? Or are you, are you filled with negative thoughts about you being the breadwinner? Right? Especially in my culture, in my culture, in the Mexican American culture or the subculture, I should say, it's really wrong of me to generalize here. In my particular subculture of the Mexican American culture, men are the breadwinners and the women stay home and they bear the children, nurture and care and raise for the children. That's not something I wanted to adopt. It's something I was completely opposed to growing up. And because I also saw a mother who was quite the feminist, who worked her ass off as a nurse, and who told her daughters, education is the key to success. And so get your education, and no one will screw with you. It's really what my, my mother's motto was. And so for me, it was always being the one at the forefront, uh, you know, controlling her life, controlling her destiny, taking inspired action to be successful, to, to, to continue my ambition. Right. And so that's something that was embedded in me, in my particular family. Now, my friend down the street, however, <laughs> wasn't so lucky. Right. She was pregnant at 15, child at 16, and didn't continue her educational pursuits and had another child at 18. And so we just, you know, we lived across the street from each other, but we had very different upbringings, different values that our parents brought to us. And so what are your beliefs about your personal finances and where you're at today and how fulfilled are you from one to 10? So we have to look at our results that we've created because if we're, we're, we're looking and we're going to reverse engineer really what, what these results are, it, if we do that, we're looking really at your belief systems, what you believe to be true. Because what you believe to be true is what you're going to create in your life. So here's that linear progression. And this is the, the simplest explanation that I have for you, is that your belief systems will inspire thoughts. You're having 65,000 plus thoughts a day, my friend. So you have beliefs about certain things in your life, right? The belief about your health and wellness, the belief about personal finances, your belief about intimate relationships, your belief about career or your business, so you have these belief systems and they are inspiring daily thoughts about them. So here you are consciously wanting to set a goal for your personal finances, right? Like I want to clear my student debt in a year's time and th these are the actions I'm going to take. You know, so here you are setting these goals and you're conscious of it and you're like so excited about it. And you're like, whoa, 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 yes, yes, yes. But then three months in, you rack up, another $10,000 on your credit card or something, right? Or something happens, an emergency happens, and you have to go borrow money. And so there you are adding more debt to your, your finances. And so here you are taking consciously three steps forward, but then something happens and you're taking 10 steps back. 
And so we have to look at your beliefs and how strongly held your beliefs are because it's your beliefs that are going to keep you moving forward no matter what gets in your path, what gets in your way. So after we look at those thoughts, those thoughts create emotion, a feeling in your body. And I talk a lot about this in the last few episodes of the series, but those emotions are what are going to fuel your action or inaction, right? So if you're feeling proud that you are the breadwinner, are you feeling proud that you're going to eliminate that debt? You're going to be taking inspired action and you're going to call the debt or the loan company and you're going to settle some debt or you're going to call your mother-in-law and say, listen, I'm going to put $500 down this next paycheck and I'm going to do this every two weeks, right? So you're taking inspired action from that feeling of pride, excitement to clear your debt, right? And the result you ultimately accomplish is you're debt-free. So you see how your results are so important to look at, my friend. But first, we need to look at how fulfilled you are from one to 10, because these are the areas, anything less than a five that you score are the areas that we want to look at closer. These are the areas that we want to pay close attention to, and we want to reverse engineer and look at those beliefs that are driving those thoughts, those emotions, and those actions. And this, my friend, is what I know to be true. Hey, before you go, I have a special gift to share with you. It is my exclusive guide on the 15 values of a masterful leader. That's right. These values are what drive every decision you make. They motivate every action you take as a leader. So don't leave this to chance. You got to know what 15 values masterful leaders use to develop their influence, inspire their followers and impact their organizations. So head over to my show notes, grab this exclusive guide ASAP. It'll be delivered in your email box as soon as possible. I'll see you inside.